different things were coming through but it was given the number of us that were there and it uh, spelled out be careful going home we're going to be there for them when they get through when they come through um, to the other side and I think that's quite comforting to know that because you know if you've lost anybody that there, there is you know there, there's somebody there for them I mean it's not just you know the safe spirits and ghosts I mean you do have like demonic entities that you know that if you believe in, in if you believe in God you have to believe in, in demons you know I was standing in long hallway and I called out and I said right is there anybody here do they want to come across and uh, make themselves known <laughs> my grandfather clock of paranormal investigator Sharon Moan and her grandfather clock at the end there the timing of which you couldn't possibly make up the first chime was right as I turned on the recorder uh, which you'll hear now in a minute and that was the second time which was a bit creepy I have to say this is your host Elaine Ingram and I hope you enjoy the following spooky but also somewhat comforting at times chat about all things paranormal and where Sharon's ghost hunting adventures have taken her. That's okay. Well, that's that was a nice start <laughs> to our creepy podcast here because I'm here with Sharon Moan who is, um, uh, I don't know, ghost hunter? Could well, I describe ghost hunter, you as par- that? Uh, paranormal investigator um, for Power Event. Um, I've been doing it for quite a few years now. Um, but yeah, Paranormal yeah. investigator. <laughs> yeah, and um, one of your photographs was on, you know, when made the national news yes. from Leith Castle. Leith First Castle. of all, tell us a, a little bit about that, and then you can go on and tell us more about yourself and how you got involved in this. But tell us about that photograph first. Well, the photograph. Well, we went to Leith Castle. I've been a couple of times now. Um, usually, people who go there tend to get quite a lot of um, different pieces of evidence. Yes, so we went down there and we went as a team. There was another team as well, so there was two groups of us. And um, we went spent the night uh, in in the place. It's not, it's not very comfortable to sleep in, but we're not there to sleep. We're there to try and find evidence of the paranormal. Uh, that particular picture was taken just... We were all sitting around the fire. There was nobody standing where the picture was taken, but I... I like photography and there was a wee camera or a wee uh, candle and I took a wee picture, different pictures, there's different ones up on the page. And then um, when I took it, I could see something, but it was vague. So I went and looked at it and there was a figure, you know, and it, to me, it looks like a female. Everybody has their own sort well, of ideas. It definitely looks on it. like a figure. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, to me, it looks like a female with a long dress on first start. There's nobody there with a long dress and everybody was sitting around the fire there was nobody standing over where that was taken and yeah it's been put uh, put through the mill and um, different people looking at it and, well that's um, what i was going to say do the things like that you know especially in these days with you know photoshop and things like that would you get would you have gotten a lot of skepticism from that definitely definitely and uh, photoshop is something we don't do you know but yeah you know, yeah, but I mean, people, there, are, people are going to question they do. question that mm-hmm. but was it taken through its um you know obviously if if it was if it was put in the newspapers, obviously it was considered to be genuine. Yeah. So they must they have had done their own some people sort of, looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But um, no, I here 
we love it when we get something like that because for us that's a bit a bit of evidence and uh, backing up sort of what we do and what we believe in and um, there's other stuff we put up uh, like for instance the video of my daughter and of course again it's um, oh, that's been rigged because you're into the paranormal and all that sort of um, thing. But yeah, there's a no, video we... you have of your daughter and she's playing the piano. Yeah. And um, that I mean, she certainly if she if it wasn't true, she's certainly a very good actress because she jumped out of her skin when the chair um, chair leg, the chair just moved. The chair, the chair moved. Yeah, not just the once it had moved before. And then she was... Yeah, there's two separate videos yeah. that moved again after But that. before that as well, before she started video, it had moved a bit. And it just seemed to then get stronger the second time. And then she, you can see clearly, you know, she's um, she's she's afraid, you know. It also happened... Um, it happened to be maybe that certain particular tune she was playing because things have happened since then. Um, also, she's getting... There's a video as well up of her hair. You can see her hair. But she feels like her hair is being touched quite often. And even in that video, the 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 sheet music mm -hmm. that moved. Was there a draft or anything? No, or was no, that... no. The, the, now I have a window open here. Now there was no window open that day. You know, I I did all this. I looked under the doors. I looked everywhere. I thought, well, you know, what could have caused that? Um, we have no explanation. It definitely happened. Um, she's not the type of person to tell lies you know she, it happened and um she was really really freaked out about it and has been on various occasions since with different was it, how long things. ago was that it was, it was, it was before lockdown anyway so yeah. um but it was this it was the last a year and a half ago yeah 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 anyway tell us a bit about yourself sharon how did you get involved in all of this and what is the name the, the, the name of the group that you have is um paravant paravant yeah, yeah. Tell us a bit about them and, you know, how it all started for you. Well, for me, it started, I had um, an interest in, well, I used to be afraid of it growing up. I would have seen things, seen ghosts, uh, would have heard things, uh, more so heard things when I was younger. And then um, I remember one night I heard something to me that sounded like a full-on war going on outside, you know, like a fighting and uh, shooting and stuff went out there was nothing there obviously um so it wasn't just like small like a little like small things it was quite big things yeah i went away to study in manchester and i had something very strange happen there it was almost poltergeist activity going on um there was other two two girls that were living in the house with me and they all experienced it i mean this involved like my door nobody i couldn't get out of my room it was locked, all the lights went off, the house felt like it was shaking. The next thing, they were screaming at the other side of the door. I put my hand on the door, wouldn't open, but then eventually it's as if something just, I don't know what happened, but the door just opened and the three of us were standing there and this thing, don't know what it was, just went, Sharon, and whispered right among, you know, the three of us heard it and um, there was no drink or drugs involved. But um, we all had to uh, sleep in the same room after that for um, for quite a while just to get ourselves um, sort of settled. But that was another big thing. Um, but I would have seen, I would have been visited by an elderly lady. Um, I would have um, just, I, I would have sensed as well if I walked into a house that there was something there. You know, I might not have seen anything, but I would have sensed things. So anyway, eventually, I was afraid at that time of, of anything to do with paranormal, didn't want anything to to do with it or know anything about it. Later on, I um, I'd moved into a house in Armagh, and oh, as soon as I walked in, I just thought it was lovely. Um, 
very welcoming Victorian, it was an old Victorian house. Um, I did it up because I wanted to really stay there and whatever. The next thing, small things started to happen. But more so when people came to visit. And um, like for instance, my mother, when she came, you know, she would get things through at her from out of nowhere. And we were picking up on video quite big orbs. Now, some people believe in them, some people don't. I tend not to, but um, they were very, very distinct. And um, I thought, no, there's something not right. That's not dust or whatever. So um, then we had children, the sound of children running up and down the stairs, which oh she also heard. She never came <laughs> back. There's nothing creepier than children. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was this, to me, it was like, um, it wasn't just one person you know or you know a couple of children it, it was like then you would get like an angry spirit coming in and then you get the spirit of a lady there was also a photograph taken there of a lady standing um, at the bottom of the stairs that was taken um, by my brother-in-law he took the picture and I when he took it I could see on his camera that he, I sat there and then we were able to there was nobody down there well there shouldn't have been anybody down there did you look into the history of the house um, had there been we, anything there before? We had something. Um, it wasn't built on a graveyard or anything like that? There was a graveyard not far from it, but right. no, no, it's just a very old house. But um, there was something about a doctor that, that was there. Um, and I think maybe a surgeon or something to do with Armagio. So that was okay. Um, I ended up moving out because this thing, if I went to turn a light on, it would come on for me before I'd even switch it on. Before I touched the light. Um, things were happening at 3 a.m. in the morning around 3 a.m. as we know that's supposed to be like um, a time when spirits will feel more uh, comfortable coming out showing themselves uh, things like that uh, to, uh, but it got to the point where there was one uh, night my wee girl she was oh she was screaming in her bed I run up and I found her she was upside down in the bed Oh my God. And I couldn't lift her. It was as though something was nearly holding her down. And I says, right, that's it. No. And the bed was perfectly made. So I thought, right, okay, is this some sort of a seizure or what? I don't know. But it was, to me, it was paranormal, you know. Do so, you think that you, um, do you think that paranormal, like ghosts and things like that would come to particular people? Do you think, it, um, you know, it was particular to you? Because, you know, you've seen these things and these things have happened to you no matter where you've been. Are they yeah. tra traveling with you? Or is it just that you happen to be in places that happen to be haunted or? Right. I think, no, I don't think um, they necessarily travel with me. I think I have, um, I think I've been able to see things. Some people just are more open to it than others. They're more susceptible to it. Um, some people are more, I wouldn't say I'd be very a very religious person or anything like that. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, there... no. Um, yeah, I believe in God. Um, I believe in, you know, good, being a good person. Uh, more than anything else um and i do believe that some people are just um if something's gonna happen like if a spirit wants to make themselves known they'll know who to go to in a room you know that'll be able to see them more than other more so than others uh, some people just don't want to see it and they'll shut that down and pass it off as oh that's nothing um many's of a person i've spoke to has seen they've seen something and thought Oh no no no! You know that's not, and that's it. They never talk about it again, um, and full on figures, you know, and uh, and I'm saying, would you not wonder who it was or why that appeared to you? And they're like, no, don't want to know about it. So, 
Whereas I do want to know about it, and I'd like to prove that's what we're about. We want to try and prove that there is that, that this does happen and that spirits do exist and they, they walk amongst us. So is yeah. this when you set up the group then? Yeah, um, well, I was in a, a, a joined another group, uh, another paranormal group, and that got me really interested and got me started into it. And um, um, it was brilliant times. And you, you know, you do have a lot of fun as well. It's not all about all this, like, you know, scary ghost stuff. You know, you enjoy it. I suppose it's like minded people as well. Like minded people. And also, um, you're, you're braver in a group, you know, because you're. You're like, oh, did you see that? And yeah, and you know, if you're on your own, you might maybe do a runner. But when you're in a group, you know, you have the strength of each other there, and everybody has their own wee uh, strengths. Some people are better um, hearing, some people see more, and others are maybe more scientific in it. You know, we would have ones in the group that just um, would be there to say, right, no, that's, you know, they debunk certain situations and say, no, that's just the wind the or. files. Yeah, so we, we do, we try and balance it. You know, do you find there the is the, you know the other side of that coin though if you are in a group um would there be any you know chance that people might be sort of egging people on and are seeing things that maybe aren't even they aren't there do, yeah i mean do, that's always a possibility yeah um it's something you would watch or if you for. go to a you know say if you go to a, a haunted place and you want to see something. Mm -hmm. Do you do you think that there's any way that the mind can play tricks that you can actually think you see something just because you merely want to? Definitely. Yeah. Especially in the dark. Yeah. You know, you're gonna see shadows. You're gonna hear movement. We go to a lot of old buildings, you know. Um I mean, we went to Loftus Hall one time and the wind was howling through the windows and it made all sorts of noises and you know, you were thinking, right, was that? That definitely sounded like something, but then you have to say, right, no, we can't. Then you can convince it's each other. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, you can, surely. But um, especially if you have, you know, a group, um, people who are new to it or whatever, and they're very quick to jump and say, oh, that was, you know, uh, I heard, you know, somebody say, like, a, there was definitely a, a spirit talking there, but I'm like, no, well, that's the wind. You know, you have to put that all into perspective to them. And, and you know, I've debunked many of a a situation whenever we're doing investigations but you have to that's why i like strong i like um i like uh, photographs i like audio you know you listen back to what's happened you have it recorded so you can listen back to it and say right now did i hear that did i not whatever and you'll take out um hopefully you know we get we do get some really good um audio um pieces of information coming through do you have to use any special sort of equipment or is it just you know cameras and just phones um well we've got we would use the sb11 and um that you can sort of scan over dual frequency fm am um forward and reverse and you shouldn't be anything you're really picking up clear you know you shouldn't be getting radio uh in there you'll get odd signs of it but you should be able to pick up spirits are supposed to be able to manipulate that and have a conversation with you and we've had some really really good re results with that um the military museum when we did that we were actually picking up what sounded now what sounded was like uh we were beside a piece of equipment that was used for communication you know the ones that you would have wound up and put to the ear and i had my hand on it and we were calling out to see um would anybody come through and we got what sounded like an american soldier coming through and then he gave his name it was a really strange name but anyway and then the next thing, it sounded like he was 
going offline because he's like there was something happening you know there, there was some sort of a fight going on or an explosion happening whatever it was and then it just went dead and we were all sitting going oh my god what was that you know i think we've god. just got a wee piece of a wee glimpse into what maybe happened with that piece of equipment because a lot of things well i believe a lot of things carry attachments with them as well right. so you can get energy off um stuff like that you know especially anything that's been involved in trauma or trauma traumatic event so uh, we do pick a lot of energy up off things like that yeah. yeah and you're speaking about soldiers there um um i know there's been an awful lot of stories about narrow water castle and you mentioned to me before we started this about narrow water castle so uh, yes. and actually the keep in particular obviously it being a castle it has you know a history and it's, yeah. it's said said to be haunted but tell us tell us your your castles do experience. have i i love i love castles uh, uh, what was that we've done we did redwood castle um there not so long ago we've done leap before this whole lockdown we were castle crazy but um that one in particular uh the keep we were driving past um one day and i said i have to go in there i was always drawn to it and uh, went in and we got a wee nosy around and I, I felt I felt like I'd been there before and but knew I hadn't. Well, yeah, I passed it on the road. Um so anyway, I came home and I took pictures, whatever, put them up on my, my Facebook page and a cousin of mine contacted me from America to say, um, Sharon, you do know you're were related to the lady that jumped off the The lady that jumped jumped. Lissara McGuinness. Um was that she her name? I didn't know her yeah, name. Yeah, Lissara McGuinness. I've heard the story many times. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, yeah, well, I, I've, I actually looked into it after that whenever he, he told me that and I couldn't get over it because we were related to McGuinnesses and um, up that direction. He said um, she had, so she had jumped off and um, she was being held captive or something. There's a big romantic story to it. She was yeah, wasn't she? Sailing down the, the river or something with her partner. She was escaping um, from her family to to run off with to elope with a loved one a musician but apparently they shot into the water and um he was killed but they kept her and um held her for a ransom or whatever and um she ended up throwing herself off off the top of and that's a true story the that's the true story apparently yeah uh, and her I, I do believe she's buried there i haven't been back since but i'm gonna make a point i did send a couple of emails but I have to make a point of going back now. I know this whole connection. She actually buried there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her well, the 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 man that was looking after the castle that or the keep that day, he said, um, "Oh, and here is where she's buried." I, it's not. It's just out the front of it. And I was like, "Oh wow!" You know, couldn't believe it. And I, and I thought, but there was just something that drew me to it. And when I went home and I found this all out, only drew, you know because of Facebook, I never would have known. Um, and he was able to send me the connection and all that, the family connection to the McGuinnesses. So it's very, very strange that, yeah, that I strange. always had that that sort of pulled towards it. Um, so maybe in the future we'll get a wee investigation in there. That would be good. Yeah. What <laughs> other places have you been? Now, um, the workhouse in the Mavadi. Very interesting one. Um, well, sad because whenever we were doing it, there's a, there is a lot of sadness that comes comes through. Um, we have had lots of again EVPs uh, that we've captured there, um, we kept getting, for instance, you know, we kept getting this priest that kept coming across, and then we get the uh, get women, a lot of women, 
but I mean it was a sad place all things happened in it um, them times in the workhouses wouldn't have been a very nice place to be the women were separated from the men the children were separated from their parents you know so there was a lot of deaths so they were all and they were just like all buried and put into this big coffin I mean it's there you can go and see it um, there's a wee museum there now and you know, it was just so sad. To think it's like we've done jail. We've done great jail. It's I've tragic. done it too. Yeah, yeah. We stayed in a in a cell in it overnight. Because the history of that is just so horrible. Yeah, the ch- yeah. Children and people being just put in jail for little or nothing. Nothing. You know? Yeah. Same as Armadio. You know, they would have yeah. been put into it for food, stealing a piece of food. But a lot of the ones didn't. It would. It was better for them to be in the jails than it was in the workhouses. Some yeah. would do things in the workhouses to get put into the jails because they thought it was a better life in there than better conditions, yeah. It says a lot in yeah. itself, yeah. yeah. And at one time, they were just all put in. They weren't segregated in, in the jails. The men were in, you know, they were in together. And children were in with adults, you know, so they weren't segregated um, at the start either. So, And, and the, the, well, I would call them dungeons. Dungeons where they would have um, kept them, I mean, they, appalling, just terrible. Terrible, terrible conditions. So what did you see there? Oh, um, full on, which one in Armagh jail or? Yeah, in Armagh jail. I saw a full on figure coming down the steps towards me, full on figure. And then um, talking, whispering when there was nobody else there. I was locking up by myself and I would have heard that going on too. But again, it has such um, the history and like the traumatic events that happened there, you know, you're going to get that energy, that residual energy lying there within, within its walls, you know. Do you believe that these are, these ghosts or spirits that have, you know, not been able to move on to the next life? Or what is the actual, what is the belief that, you know, why are they here? Everybody or has an opinion. that they're, they're all here all the time anyway? Everybody has an opinion on, on this. You know, everybody thinks it has uh, their own views on it i think i think um you can get a wee a whole mixture some of it you're just seeing a wee bit of the past that has happened you know it's not that necessarily they're coming back it's just that maybe some people can see what sort of maybe happened oh, i never actually thought of that so you're actually looking back, back. yeah um other at other times um you're people are coming back um to visit whether it be Somebody just wants you to know they're okay or they're coming to see a loved one. We do house visits as well. And that is really where we, um, that's important. That's an important part of what we do as well. Because if people, if something's happening in their home and they're afraid, you know, afraid at night or whatever, and they want to know what's going on, um, you know, you go out and you help and you try and see How what you would you do. do that now? Would it involve Ouija boards or anything like that? No. We don't do Ouija boards um, in people's houses at all. Uh, we go out um, and we would take, well, we always would take um, sage with us. We'd burn some sage. There'd be a bit of Now, why clairs. sage? What's the significance of that? Sage is, we use it for clearance. It, it's supposed to help clear um, any sort of negative, negative energy, energy yeah. um, away from the home. But, you know, a lot of the times whenever I go out, I find, I would take my equipment as well, the SB11, and uh, we would do some recordings and, you know, talk to the people that are in the home. And mo- most of the time, nine times out of ten, it is something's going on at that time. Maybe somebody's very ill, um, 
or they've recently passed away or they're maybe passing and somebody's just coming through from the other side to say they're okay we're here for them you know we're going to be there for them when they get through when they come through um to the other side and i think that's quite comforting to know that because you know if i if lost anybody that there there is you know there there's somebody there for them and i think it can cross you know people can cross over um to help with that to, to help with that um transition through to the next life especially if they're very very ill and for the rest of the family and times like that when you're going through that emotion and grief and whatever or you know that you know something's on the couch something's going to happen and um, a loved one's not doing well you will be more susceptible to that you maybe will start seeing things going on um and you know there'd be high emotions and stuff but do you think it's um so do, do you think that you know it can be a big comfort to say somebody who's lost somebody even 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 if they don't really believe that you know they, they take some comfort from you know wanting to yeah you know do you, do you find well that? i would i mean you know if if that was happening to me um and somebody and somebody was um you know ready to pass on or whatever and somebody things started to happen and there was um somebody came to my house and, and we're able to maybe have some sort of a conversation whether it be very very small or just a name you know and they say you know and i would know that name and i maybe um the name of somebody else who had passed on before that they were there to to get them across so so you knowing that name how would how would that you know would would you just be hearing these voices or something like that well that and i would hear um i would hear voices regularly um so it makes me sound completely crazy but anyway uh but i also we would pick them up on audio on the recordings you know and we'd be listening back to it and i'd say right this is what i've got do you know you know this name and they'd say uh usually they'd say right oh yes yes i do and i'd say right okay um i'd say are you uh, an uncle mm-hmm. and then i'd be waiting for a yes or a no you know, without them telling me. Yeah. You know, and uh, we'd do it that way. So, you know, because sometimes, otherwise you, it just confuses things. Um, so I would ask the spirit that is trying so to... So it's like a seance. Well, sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a modern seance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what about, you said you, said you don't do Ouija boards or no. anything like that. Why, why is that? You think that's just a nonsense or... Well, I wouldn't do Ouija boards with anybody else. I mean, um, in a in a group capacity the paranormal group itself if we're all together by ourselves we if we want to do something like that um to find out any information we can do that and have done in the past but we wouldn't do that with other people have you had any really strange experiences with that yes tell tell us something well we we were in and we were in a location um and this is with another team that um i was with and we were all there and we were using it and th- different things were coming through but it was given the number of us that were there and it uh, spelled out be careful going home basically we were told to be careful going home i can't remember the exact um what exactly was said but anyway we were going home and there was a car we came across a car that was facing the other side of the road facing towards us and then um, we thought, oh, God, there's been an accident or something. And then we sort of remembered, be careful going home. Um, and it turns out that there was a couple of men hiding in the ditch. 
So were they waiting for us to stop the car or, you know, and get out or what? Um, I don't know, but... Um, you didn't stop. We, we didn't off. stop. We drove on. So hopefully they were all right. But I, <laughs> I didn't hear anything much else about it. But another car was come behind us, um, one of the other group members, and they, the same thing, and they saw the ones hiding in the ditch too. So mm. I think that was a wee warning. And you can get warnings with... with um, Ouija board stuff like that I would not advise anybody to do it well I was always terrified I remember when I was a kid when I was a teenager Ouija boards were a real thing yeah in, in the 80s they seemed to have just had a moment and but it was something that we would not mess with because you didn't know whether you actually believed it or didn't believe it but then you'd be afraid I'm not taking the chance yeah and then you hear the things of you know if you if you if you summon uh, if you summon a, a ghost or something with a Ouija board you can stay in your house and you know I don't know if that was all just rubbish or what you have to remember as well I mean it's not just you know the say spirits and ghosts I mean you do have like demonic entities that you know that if you believe in in if you believe in God you have to believe in, in demons you know and um there are we have I've I've even I've seen something that I will never forget in a convent. But a convent can't disclose a location, but it was in a convent. I was standing in long hallway and I called out and I said, right, is there anybody here? Do they want to come across and uh, make themselves known? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather clock. Um, you know, can you make yourself known to me? And the next thing, it was a southern accent, female and um she said as clear as day we're watching you oh, as clear as day and i went well thank you for that i'm glad you're watching me did you get Please a cold communicate. feeling oh totally yeah freezing is it like it is in the movies where yeah you the room goes cold and you can just feel this yeah you, you, and we do have things that that bring up the temperature drop and you will it'll start going red and beeping um, but that wasn't the demonic well i don't think it was the demonic entity but the next thing this thing was coming up out of the ground and you could see the two hands coming up and it was like creeping. Oh no. And I have never, I've only seen it in movies. Sounds like the ring. Does, doesn't it? <laughs> see, I can't watch. I'm not very good with horrors, believe me. That's a really scary one. But um, this, I mean, to me, it was, that wasn't normal, you know. That wasn't just a nice spirit coming along to and say hello. what did hello. you do? Uh, well, we had a medium on the team. And um, she decided to go and, you know, talk to the see what uh, what was going on she's no fear in her uh, whereas I was like no one here that's where I stop you know I don't like any don't give me a demon I can work with you know um, friendly ghosts friendly ghosts Casper. give me Casper any day <laughs> but, um, but these, that, there's a lot of films you know about the, you know I think those conjuring films have you, you said you don't really watch horror oh I do watch I do watch well, the, the conjuring, conjuring the yeah. con wasn't that based on isn't that the two um, husband and wife team Warren the yeah, ones, the Warrens. Yeah. Now mm -hmm. that they they are real people, yeah. and um, were they involved in the Amityville? Uh, I think they were. I think they were too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they would be. Wouldn't you just love to have you know have the opportunity to have them around for dinner for a good old chat? Like, um, yeah. And what they did was was amazing. It was scary, but I mean they had they had each other and um, both again like minded people believed in what they saw and what they did, and um. But they had a hard time convincing people. I mean, I don't know if they were, you know, they were constantly being investigated as yeah, frauds. And um, I don't know what the outcome of that was in, in the end. I, I don't know if, I, I don't know what happened in the end there, but with them, but... I do think, uh, well, TV, you know, national TV made them look like frauds. If you, had, you know, the interviews and all, and 
but people you find a lot of skepticism out oh, there oh huge huge amounts of it look you could take them in to your house and something could happen and they would still they would still say you know well no that didn't happen and they could even see it with their own eyes and still say it if somebody just doesn't want to believe they're just not I suppose believe. it's like just any sort of faith you can either um you know if you're going to say you believe in God yeah you know I mean Have, yeah it, it faith is faith yeah and the whole by the whole nature of faith it's it's believing in something that's kind of not see. provable yeah you know so and you just can't see with your own eyes um, but I had, there was a visitor came um, recently to the house and she was standing over there at the cooker and the next thing her coat was pulled and she just, she nearly had heart failure and is afraid of anything to do with that. But she knows it happened and she's, since it she's told people, oh, I can't get over what happened um, and, you know, in Sharon's house and it, it, it was crazy. So it's not just me and then Ellie getting these things Um. She's another example of somebody who's just come in and she's experienced something here as well. Um, but that, I will be letting our um, listeners know if before I leave this house, if if, I've, if I experience anything, don't worry, don't worry about it. I know, it. if you're here, come on out and show yourself um, on on this wee podcast. That would be really, really good. Um, do you find, now do you think that in your house, you know, it's, it's a friendly spirit? Do you think? I do. Yeah. Do you think it's like a poltergeist type, um, just you know playing little tricks and messing about? Where poltergeists are meant to be like kind of tricksters, aren't they? Yeah. No. No. I don't think it's anything poltergeisty at all. Although poltergeists can be bad too. I'm remembering the movie oh, yeah. now. Yeah. I always think of them as being friendly little little imps that go mm-hmm. around, you know, you know, doing like like your daughter saw the chair moving and stuff like that. That's not that's not anything to be no. frightened of. If you, no, if they start if. Now, the old Victorian house I lived in, yes, to me, that was poltergeist activity. And there was activity there that was, you know, um, very, it was angry, you know, different. If, I, I'm not even sure. I think with, when it comes to what happened with her at the piano, I think that's um, something to do with um, Ellie. She'd been playing piano somewhere else in an old house and um, she was doing that song. And that's not even a song off you know her out of the music sheets the music sheets that's just something she does she does herself she's picked it up somewhere she doesn't know where um but i think that could be to do with that i don't think it's to do with the house and um, i think that's maybe her own wee attachment and um, she'll be delighted to hear that but um she's she's grand she understands it all um teenagers they say you know i don't know if there's any truth to this either in your experience but they say that um especially young girls i suppose mm-hmm. that's why they make a lot of movies about stuff like that it's that um puberty and adolescence and yeah. stuff like that that um, ghosts tend to attach to and you will a lot of and is some of any... the house cases we've done that is that's been we'll go and it's maybe the teenage daughter that's mm-hmm. getting and for some reason it is yeah that, that is something that comes up quite a bit um why who knows you know yeah but um there's a whole what, psych, psychological element behind it as well as um hormonal and, and all that sort of stuff but yes it, it is something that does happen quite a few well i've seen it quite a lot um, and that hopefully she's coming out of that now she's just turning 18 now so um there's diff- various different uh, groups um throughout the country but i believe we all should you know be able to experience different what different groups do and i don't mind you know if anybody wants to move about to another group go on ahead 
you know, we should be sharing our experiences. Um, I know there could be quite a bit of sort of, um, oh, how can I put it? Differences of opinions? It, well, and locations is a big thing, trying to get locations. And then some groups have locations and other ones are looking in and can't get in. Um, but when whenever you're striving to find something and somewhere is active, you, you want to go to that place, you know. Um, but the likes of that Hellfire Club, I just say I wrote it down. Oh, Hellfire I grew Club. up up the road from the Hellfire Club and oh. I remember all those stories about devils and cloven feet. And, yeah. And they found out in recent years that the Hellfire Club was actually built on an old burial ground. Yes. Yeah. And that was only about, well, well we, I say recent years, probably about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I grew up there and it was the stories of the Hellfire Clubs were just, you know, it was just one of those... One of those urban myths. Myths, we yeah. Well, <laughs> but then, the, then that, then that actually came out that it was, um, yeah. and that was um, a big, a big thing. Tell me um, about the Hellfire Club. <laughs> no, well, we we went to the Hellfire Club, um, and uh, for anybody who doesn't know, the Hellfire Club is just up in the Dublin mountains. Yeah, yeah. Brave, mm-hmm. we walk up to it. You can nearly roll down it, um, but it is worth going to. We were down in the basement area. And the next thing, I had a bag and a coat over my bag and I was standing and we were, there was video going and um, infrared, the infrared picked up whatever was happening at night. Um, so the next thing, I didn't see it, but my coat had lifted, but I did feel my leg being grabbed. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was a proper grab. And of course I was like, right, what happened? I take a dicky fit on, uh, it's up on YouTube somewhere. And um, that was a nocturnal neuri would have had that up, and I definitely my leg was grabbed. That coat lifted, and I, I didn't feel the coat lifting, but you could see it then in the recording. Um, but yeah, definitely very very freaky place, the Hellfire Club. I but, remember the sorry, just um, yeah. just for the story that I grew up with from the Hellfire Club was that there were a group of men playing poker, um, in the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody knocked at the door and came in and he sat there. They joined their poker game and apparently he cleared them all out. He won all the games and mm-hmm. then he got up to leave. And as he walked out the door, they, they saw the hooves. down and they saw the hooves. Yeah. That's the story. And that's I think he the, flew, shot up. Oh no, that was Loftus Hall. He shot up through the, yeah, the scene. Loftus Hall, the devil was seen there. The devil himself was seen there. We were there. Oh, amazing. It's an amazing place. Um, But... One that we've recently, um, well, we've been twice now, is Spike Island in Cork. Have you heard oh, of Spike I've Island? Heard of Spike Island, yes. Well, we go and we stay overnight, and the lock is in the fort. Well, they close the big doors. We're in the fort for the night, and we stay there and um, spend a lot of the time around the old uh, in the prisons that's in there. Oh, the cells are very creepy. Um, again, that with some some great pictures of, of that place on the on the page, but. They've discovered all these tunnels now as well, underneath that they didn't know were there before, and we got like into one of them. There's a video of that, and uh, oh, you just know like when you're walking around, you just feel you go. It's like going through like this really what nearly feels like evil, moving across into like calm, brightness. You know the hot spots in it are amazing if you if you if you're an investigator um you'll know you'll know when you're walking around sort of the best places to go but we were getting brilliant brilliant audio there 
that's definitely a, a good place to go to, even even just for the day, because you get to go out in the boat over to Spike Island itself. So we want to look more into going there as well, and going back, because it's just so big to do it in one night. You'd need a waking up. Um, Sharon Rectory, I'm sure you've heard of it before as well. No, I haven't actually. Sharon Rectory, we've done it as well. It um, um, It's got its own history, and there was a murder there. I took a picture in the basement, and you can see a face, like a bearded man, in the basement with us um and that was quite freaky and we also was we had some great evps i said in one part of it i said um do you like the way louise has the house now um she has it beautiful right enough it is beautiful and is that the person who owns the house uh uh-huh and it just came across it's my house oh my god you know (laughs) as plain as day and i have that i have that recorded i think she has it up on on their page somewhere too so you know when you ask a question like that, do you like the way Louise has the house now and it turns around and says, something comes across on the SB11 saying, it's my house. You know, you know, you've got something there. Yeah. You know, because it's, it's an intelligent response. So you, you get lots of other stuff too. You just have to sort of pass off. But we like we like ones that are good and clear like that. Yeah. So I suppose you come up, you do find a lot of stuff that's just, yeah. That's, yeah. You know. Yeah. That's not genuine or not okay yeah definitely especially using the you know using the equipment and stuff you can't be and your own ears that's yeah it's something new here but nobody else maybe will be hearing the same thing so and if you want to if you want proof it's something you need there that you need to put up and people need to be able to hear it or see it and do you, you know? um you said you hear you hear stuff do you hear stuff all the time i wouldn't say all the time but um Often, yeah. Would yeah. you be just like walking through a room or something? And yeah, yeah, I would. And taps on the shoulder, that kind of thing. Or yeah, definitely. Or just feeling presences. Then as well, all of that, you know, I would. Yes, I've been. You'd say, oh, he's only after. They grab, not even just faint touches. Full on, you know, like something to put their hand on your shoulder. Um, I think what, everybody's probably had at some point. I mean, most people, I'm, I'm sure, have had that thing where, um, yeah, you, you'll feel somebody on your shoulder. These things that, yeah, people brush off as nothing. Yeah, could, yeah, yeah, it could be, it could be something. Um, and again, if you, if you don't want to believe in that sort of, you want to leave that sort of thing, the sort of paranormal thing out of your life, you're not going to want it. Do you believe in guardian angels? I believe in... I believe that um, you have, I believe that spirits, people who've passed over do, do protect you, yeah. you know. Um, I, as a child, I was in, I was hit by a car and they couldn't believe how I survived it without as much as a broken bone in my body. Um, and, but I remember, I remember when I was lying on the ground, I was only 10, lying on the ground and my eyes are closed and I thought, right, am I dead? And then um, there was definitely another person I felt with me, but it was away from everybody else, but I felt like somebody else was with me. And uh, the one strange, strange thing is I never felt a thing. Now, whether your body just goes into some sort of shock, but um, I, I, I was my I ran out on the road and then this car hit me, flew up, hit a tree, branches came down onto the ground and all I had was a couple of bruises on my legs and they couldn't, you should have seen the car. And it was only a wee skittery thing at that age. And um, the, 
the ambulance came, I was taken away and they couldn't believe that I had no nothing, only a couple of bruises. But I did feel like somebody else was with me that, that day, yeah. that, that evening. But that, that to me, and funny enough, it probably would have been after that that I would have seen started to see. Do you sing. think that had anything to do with it then? Do you think possibly that maybe you had a I've never actually even thought of that. One arm in the in the in the next world or something like that yeah. that you um Yeah, things would have escalated from about that age on throughout my life then. Just in wee bits and pieces gradually built. But yeah, that could have had something to do with it. And I honest, I honestly never thought of that before only we're sitting talking now. Yeah. And you have kids. How many kids have you got now? I have three. You have three kids. Mm-hmm. And what ages are they? You said your daughter's eight nearly eighteen. Oh she's eighteen now in May, yes. Arms twelve and Millie Kate, she is nine. And how do they feel about all this um about what you do and well they don't really know much about it and um, the way the younger ones don't and um, they say mommy they, no they'll call me a ghostbuster but you yeah. know they're thinking casper they don't know anything to do with you know i don't even i think i might have seen the video of, of the piano because he was on youtube you see but um the other one doesn't really but i think it's you know i don't want them growing up to be afraid of anything like like that um they'll never be on a ghost hunt with me they'll never you know but it's good it's good for them to know that there are possibly things out there and people believe in different things and not to be afraid of something if it comes along and taps you on the shoulder you know just go oh you know just pass it off or say hello or whatever and and move on don't um don't be afraid of things you know yeah and do you have anything? I know you've probably been shut down, uh, locked down. You probably haven't been able to do a lot of uh, of your, you know. Yeah. But have you got anything planned? We're coming out of lockdown now, thank God. We well, we want to go back to Spike. Um, uh, I love it. Um, but we have a pl- uh, we're going to Scotland. We have a relocation that we're going to go to, that is supposed to be crazy active. So we want to do that, um, and we do want to go further afield and do um, sort of go over to 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 England and, and visit different places over there that we believe or that people believe are really really active because um we've done we've done quite a bit here but the funny thing is you could go somewhere well there's um oh there's so many places but as I say you could just go into a simple wee house locally and get amazing activity and I suppose the best um things are when it, it is something unexpected like that because you know then it's not there's nothing playing tricks with your mind or your imagination yeah. it's not like you're going into a, a haunted castle as such and waiting mm-hmm. for something to happen yeah it's something out of the blue then you know that the chances are it, it is more real because mm-hmm. yeah, and people do. have to remember when you watch the likes of most haunted and these things you know they're done for tv and there's yeah, no they wouldn't work. have a show if they didn't find I, something so. exactly they have to find something and that could be over a period of of nights and they condense it into the one episode or whatever or um you know when you go out uh, and you're doing a paranormal investigation if you can get one piece of evidence that night whether it be an evp one um an intelligent response you know that makes sense to everything that's going on around at that time happy days you know and many of the time you can get nothing um we are you know now for instance right we're doing the titanic um pump house and uh, the docks there and you know i expected to go down into the docks and and it'd just be amazing you know this is where the titanic was built and you're thinking all these romantic ideas um but surprisingly enough in the pump house you know we're getting loads of activity in there um 
so it's spots of it, places of it, you think, oh, this is going to be amazing. But then you go to another wee bit of it, you think, oh, that's going to be quiet. So it's a pump house, you know, I know there was people working in it. Hopefully we haven't got, that was just before lockdown. So we can't wait to get back there and do a bit more with, with them. And we always re revisit Cumber House and Claudia. Uh, it's amazing. It's great too. I believe it's like a portal into the to the other side because we always get we always get something there, you know. And um, so looking forward to it. And we've had actually, you know, like things moving there, you know, cutlery being thrown, things like that, and um, voices and names being called out. And so yeah, well, I'm getting all excited. Nice. It Definitely. It Fun. If if nothing else, it sounds like well, I don't know. Maybe I'd be too scared. But no, I think you'd I be think fine. in a group, I'd probably be okay. You'd be fine in a group. I don't group. know if I'd stay overnight anywhere though. Oh, well, yeah, that's the best crack because you have oh, to wait till about know. three o'clock in the morning. Oh, I don't know. You know about that. Well, sure, we'll see. Yeah, we'll pick somewhere for you that's not too bad, and then <laughs> you can build it up from there. <laughs> All right. Well, well, near enough now, we'll be able to get back in our well, in a small group. We'll get back out there and um, try and bring some more evidence out there to. To the public and let everybody make their own minds up. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's great to have um, different perspectives on, on, on everything. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's really nice to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that and got what you will from it. It looks like I'm going to be going ghost hunting soon. And um, if I don't chicken out, I'll be bringing my recorder. Um, I'll have an open mind, um, but also a healthy dose of scepticism. And whatever happens, I'll definitely be keeping you posted. So remember to keep getting all of your news from Arma Eye, and I hope you join us next time for our podcast.